Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Trevor Turnbull. How are you, Trevor? I'm excellent. And how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show, my friend. Yeah, of course. I enjoyed our last conversation. Yeah. And obviously, we've already, you know, started to touch on a few things in yeah. our in our chats leading up to this. So I'm excited yeah. to chat with you. Well, that's great. Well, let's get the audience involved as well. So I'm going to let you take the floor and kind of, you know, introduce that all the amazing things that you're involved with. Sure. Yeah. You you had mentioned in when I signed up to uh, to do this call, you know, what is my superpower? And I had to think for a second because, you know, I've done a lot of things over the last 15 years in particular in my yeah. entrepreneurship journey. But I think the best way to summarize it is to go back to where I started, which was, you know, I got a marketing degree in 2003 went into a sales job. This was pre-social media, got thrown a phone book on my desk by an old school sales manager. And I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, best of luck kid. Right. And, yeah. and I did well, you know, my, my first four or five years in sales, uh, I just networked and drove around and shook hands and did it the way that it's always been done. Yeah. And then, you know, social media kind of came into my world, Twitter, LinkedIn, that type of thing around 2007, 2008. And I just dove head first into it. In fact, I, had a business that wasn't really a business. It was more of a hobby for probably the better part of five years from like 2008, 2009 to 2012, 13. But, you know, I just saw the potential in, I guess what's now known as like social selling and just how do you leverage mm -hmm. technology and the tools at our disposal to, you know, create, build relationships and ultimately yeah. grow your business. So mm -hmm. it's been a journey over the last 15 years or so just diving into that and teaching other people how to leverage these things as well without losing sight of what's always worked, which is, you know, the best sales strategy is to solve problems and yeah. build genuine relationships. Yeah. So life is just one big relationship, right? It is really, yeah. you know, and, and it's all about just touch points and, you know, there's lots of things we can break down with regards to sales process and problem solving and all that. But mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, like I think people lose sight of it. Sometimes they see automation and, you know, there's all these tools that we have access to now. And you now there's a term that I didn't come up with it, but you hear it all the time that like marketers ruin everything and they're ruining things at an accelerated rate right now, because we all want to kind of streamline communications, things that just quite frankly are hard to scale. Mm -hmm. If you don't uh, pay attention to the little details of how do you build those relationships and ultimately lead them down the path of generating new business? And that's really what I'm focused on. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that for a business? How do you come in? Like, what is it, how does it look like? Uh, well, there's a few things. Like, obviously I do a lot of uh, training from like a sales enablement perspective. So working both with the entrepreneur coaches, consultants of the world, I also work with sales teams as well. Mm -hmm. And naturally we utilize LinkedIn as kind of a primary tool just because, you know, at its very simplest, it's a big old database of information. It's a CRM that people willingly fill out their information into, right? Yeah. If you think about what the biggest headaches are of CRMs, like Salesforce is the most obvious one. The biggest challenge is filling in the information and having enough data to be able to utilize that info to then lead a person down a journey of becoming a client. So, mm -hmm. you know, it always starts with LinkedIn and using it as a research tool. Sales Navigator is extremely powerful from mm -hmm. a, a search perspective. The social aspect of LinkedIn with regards to content, of course, that's how, you know, I became familiar with who you were, right? You know, yeah. when we first connected, I was mm -hmm. like, who's this guy? I yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, in fact, I'm looking at it right now, you know, like oh, little awesome. one minute clips and yeah. 
that's part of the buyer's journey, right? It's the mm. sales process. If we, if we mm. simplify it, that's all it is. You're just creating the blueprints of if somebody was just to become aware of you, what are they going to find out, you know? And, and there's a lot of things we can discuss around that, but mm -hmm. that's essentially what I do in working with our clients. And then of course I lead that within our company as well as the head of growth too. Mm. So what are those little things? Let's talk about it. We have time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just focusing on the LinkedIn stuff in particular, mm -hmm. and then we can kind of let it uh, yeah. kind of dance from there. But when you think about prospecting and finding the right clients, I say LinkedIn is the best source because it's that database that gets manually filled up. So when you're doing this um, proactively, though, and you're reaching out and you're connecting, naturally people are looking back at you to say, who is this person and what are they trying to sell me? Right. Yeah. That's our first right instinct. away. Mm -hmm. Of course. So the LinkedIn profile, of course, is critical to help explain those kind of things, lead a person down a journey. I talk about this. I wrote an article like three years ago called The Messy Buyer's Journey, and it really just kind of spelled out the, the real world analogy of when you do reach out and connect with somebody, they do throw up that alarm and say, who is this person? What are they trying to sell me? But then they naturally, if they're at all interested, they get hooked by something. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at your headline. They're going to mm -hmm. dive into your about section. They're going to see the content you're publishing and they're going to decide if they want to take the next step. That said, and this is what I wrote in the article, they're also going to get distracted by a hundred other things like that, yeah. you know, cat video on YouTube. If, yeah. <laughs> if they're, you know, they're looking at a testimonial and all of a sudden now they're distracted and off in a different direction. And mm -hmm. we just have to be aware of the fact that that is the reality. Like mm -hmm. don't fight it. It mm -hmm. is what it is. Mm -hmm. So you just need to create breadcrumbs to allow yeah. a person to go down the journey themselves, mm -hmm. understand the problems that you can solve. Yeah. And like for me, like anybody that connects with me or approaches me, I have trained myself not to have that barrier because I feel like that barrier we created because of all our experiences, right? We're always thinking someone wants something from me. They're approaching me, right? Like they, they have yeah. that, they wall up, but really it's, it's another human being trying to make a living you know, and yeah, why not give them a, a minute of your time? Why not listen to them? Right. What if that person, I got some amazing stuff that I, I was, I got involved with because of, because of that kind of situation, having the wall, we lose opportunities, like such amazing opportunities because we have that, these conditionings, these early conditionings in ours. And they come, sometimes come from our parents and, you know, grandparents, oh, yeah. they're all embedded in us that we are okay. You know, like a, a stranger is coming to us. Like when we're kids, just say, don't take candy from, from strangers. Right. <laughs> Same of situation course. start developing into as an adult, but I think we should give a chance to everyone. Like just hear them out. Maybe there's something that, that you could benefit in your life. And at the same time, they win too. Everybody wins if you find something good. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're speaking about is really the, the mindset, which is yeah. at the core of everything to do yeah. with selling or just networking for that mm. matter. Right. And with that, of course, is always the time conversation. You know, I mm. think, and, and I'm not going to say that I'm immune to this. Like I have the same feelings. I, I am, um, you know, I've connected with people in particular over the last six months that are just truly like super connectors. And you know, those types of people yeah, yeah. once, 
you know, you have a 15 minute conversation with them and they make four introductions in that mm. 15 minutes. Like mm. it's honestly a skill that I'm still developing myself because mm. I go into a place of like, Oh man, how am I going to have time for four conversations? Yeah. What are these people going to sell me? Mm-hmm. And I know that's a limiting belief. And it, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, every time I've shifted that and gone towards like, you know what, let me just explore possibilities here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to sell them anything. They don't have to sell me anything. Let's just mm-hmm. see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm always pleasantly surprised, you know, like our engagement is no different than that. Right. It was, mm-hmm. I don't even yeah. remember exactly how we got connected. I messaged you, I think. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, we had like a 15 minute chat just to kind yeah. of get to know yeah, each other. Yeah. It was great. Hit it off, and you connected you know? me with someone too. Like you connected me with that podcast company, right? Uh, right. Wistia. What was it called? Wist- uh, Winjack. Winjack. Yeah. 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 yeah, you connected. yeah. I signed up for them. Cool. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's a great example of it, right? Yeah. It's like if if sales is redefined as just being helpful, you know, let's lead with that, you know, yeah, like give us gain. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about the internet even too. You know, yeah. I know you've had some challenges with My your God. internet. So. <laughs> Guess you a are. lot of guests. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah, and and I knew that, you know, and I just actually heard of it that day that Elon Musk was throwing his satellites up in the no. in the sky, and yeah. maybe that was an option. Like, yeah, you know, if that helps you at all, then yeah, you know, I I just built Lighter. a little rapport with you. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. You know, you mm-hmm. and you could tell when someone is doing it genuinely or not as well. Right. Yeah. The nice thing about you, uh, Trevor, is that you, it comes very authentic. Like you're, you're genuinely just trying to give whatever you got. Like you're just kind of sharing. Right. And that's what I genuinely try to do is I'm always trying to look for an impression of increase. You know, you're always trying to, what can I, what can I see from this person that I can give something that can maybe help them in some way. Right. And yeah. that relationship, they're so strong because you mean well for that person. We're all connect. We're all human being. Like it's just it's yeah. energy, you know, like it's so you can feel that from people. Well, it's the best strategy, right? Where, where a lot of times I think people maybe overthink the strategic side of like business developments and growing Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. If they just reframed it and said, how can I be helpful today? What can I do to, you know, connect somebody to somebody else that might fill a role or help Mm -hmm. them with something that they're struggling with? Mm -hmm. It just, it's law of reciprocity. Like I don't want to, you know, get true to woo woo on us, but it's just so true. It's true. <laughs> it's yeah, just it was the reality. True. You know, I always thought it was woo woo, right? But uh, once you get into it, once you start learning it, then you realize how, you know, ignorant I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't have yeah, an me open too. door. Me like, you know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah. and there's so many people like that, that just have this wall and they're not allowing this beautiful world to open up to them. But yeah. I'm telling you back then I was like, what's like, what are you telling? Like, come show me this, show me this, show me this strategy. Right. But yeah, Really, there's so much power within us that we just kind of bring it out. We see beautiful things start happening. Well, and on that note, I I think we talked about this last time we chatted, but about a year ago when COVID first hit, I had a moment on a Sunday where I said to my wife, can you give me two hours? I need to go downstairs into the home office and, and write something. Like I just had a thought on my, yeah. on my head because you could see the pattern of what was happening as far yeah. as lockdown and yeah. like no more live in-person events and yeah. word of mouth and referrals were yeah. going to start drying up. Like I just saw it. And I went and I wrote like a 16 page draft of a document that I called the LinkedIn linchpin method. And it was really centered around um, a framework of communication. How do you prospect or, or network nice. 
in a digital world. And it had four main components of utilizing video from a messaging standpoint. It was vulnerability, empathy, gratitude, and a call to action. And and it really just speaks to what you were just saying, which Mm. is vulnerability, be a human being. Most people get freaked out when they put themselves on camera. So whenever I'm working with clients and they say, Ooh, I don't do video. And I say, well, how does that working out for you? Like you can't go to conferences or trade shows. Like you either got to figure this out or you're out of business. You got to work on something first. (laughs) Yeah. So like the vulnerability part comes from the perspective of like, if you're going to record videos and you feel uncomfortable and it's the first time, just say it out loud. Like, Hey, Steve, just reaching out and um, (laughs) I'm new to this video stuff. So I'm not going to claim to be an expert, but I just thought I'd try. Yeah. Imagine how that just cracks the nut open of like comfortability, you know? Mm. And then the empathy side is really just putting yourself in the shoes of the person that you're communicating with, knowing that like, what a crazy world we live in now in the last year. So just acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. you know? I use the example of like HR people, anybody that was selling into the HR space, like either as recruiters or, you know, um, employee happiness. Like there's a lot of software companies out there that sell tools to help uh, boost morale and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't lead with like having empathy for what that person is going through in their mm-hmm. job, again, it mm-hmm. doesn't land, right? Cause mm-hmm. especially the HR role, they've had to fire people in the last year. They're dealing with, you know, remote work situations. Like it's crazy times. Yeah. And then the gratitude side is really just summarized based on like, if you have an expertise that's been built over a decade, you know, that 10,000 hours kind of analogy, share that gift, yeah. you know, don't be afraid. Know mm. that somebody, if you reach out and you offer to help someone and they say, no, your life's not going to end. It's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You have to grow that thick skin and realize, be grateful for the gifts that you have and share them openly, knowing that not everybody's going to want what you have, but you have to lead with, um, with service and, um, you know, helping first. And then mm-hmm. of course have a clear call to action. Right. And that mm-hmm. could be just, you know, I see a lot with what you're doing and it's really just about engagement at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Leave a comment, tell me your thoughts. You know, what mm-hmm. do you think about this topic we discussed mm-hmm. about that's building that, uh, that muscle and that rapport. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it became a foundational piece of what I do as mm-hmm. well as what I teach. And I, I just appreciate the opportunity to do conversations like this to even talk about it because it just raises you the sell- conscious awareness of it. Yeah. Is there, is there is it on sale somewhere or on your website or anything? It's or? a free guide. It's um, Where, where can people get it? Yeah, you just go to expertselling.com slash linchpin, L-I-N-C-H-P-I-N. Okay. And yeah, you can just... Uh, Opt, there's an opt-in form there to, to, mm-hmm. to get the download. And I think it's about 26 pages now. And I've mm-hmm. created a bunch of trainings that I've put inside of it too, to kind of go into the in-depth how-to sides of things mm-hmm. too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, our, 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 our podcast uh, manager, his, his name is Ken. He's going to, he watches a video. So when he makes the show notes, he's, he's going to put that into the show notes as well. So people can perfect. Yeah. They'll yeah. grab that as well. And that point that you mentioned about online, 
I know when I say this, people can't believe it, but I'm, I'm naturally a shy person. Like I, I had to kind of work on this. Right. So back when COVID hit before that, even my Instagram page, that was really the only online I had was the Instagram. Yeah. And I would just post other people's pictures with quotations and try to get engagement, try to grow it that way. Once in a while, I'll put my own picture in there. Then I'll feel like weird for a couple of days. (laughs) Right. That kind of stuff. So, yeah. But then when COVID hit, I had to make a decision. I had to pivot all my brick and mortar businesses. Everything was affected. So what do I do? I need to go online. So this podcast is one of those, you know, pivot childs, right? So I had to figure out how to do it. I had to get comfortable doing lives and stuff. And like I was stuttering, like a lot of my videos that are online right now, I don't, I think they're, they're not that good because of that reason is I was, I was just robotic. I was nervous. Right. And I feel so much more comfortable. So that just reinforcing that point, if anybody's listening and everybody's feeling like this you can you can overcome anything like this is coming in front of the camera and this is a real problem i'm telling you there's businesses that are suffering right now because of this one small point about the camera yeah so come on just get in a camera like get 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 comfortable with it i did a training on this in november last year oh cool called yeah it was called the three skills uh three critical skills you need to master to book enthusiastic pre-sold sales calls so it was really focusing around sales but you know the three skills were video (laughs) like you're saying it's like take the leap you know like like you said I actually referenced it in the presentation to say, you know, you're probably in one of these buckets, right? You're sitting back and waiting for the phone to ring and it's not ringing. Like that's, it's true. Like the referrals are drying up and what you used to do to get business doesn't work the same as it used to. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you're Googling and trying to find a hack, which is, you know, where's the automation tool that I can use to just spam people and try and get calls booked. And that doesn't work either. You know, Mm -hmm. like, marketers ruin everything. I didn't, like I said, I didn't come up with the term, but it's true. You know, even on the video messaging side of things, if you don't show that authenticity and, you know, to your point, just take the leap and start, even if it's not perfect, um, your business is going to suffer, especially the brick and mortar focused businesses. You know, you need to go down that path. And the other two pieces I talked about on the webinar, though, were sales process and mindset Mm. and sales process just from the perspective of, you know, network with the intention on being of service and helping, but Mm -hmm. have some intention, you know, of course, what are you selling? How does your process work? How can you You serve? Right. How can you serve? Yeah. What kind of resources can you create to guide a person down to solving a problem that leads them to naturally want to hire you? Mm And then mindset's the thing that we ground everything in. It's it's like you just, you know, we've talked about a few times already, stepping through the fears of judgments or hearing no from mm-hmm. somebody that maybe doesn't want what you have to offer. Mm. If we can't push through those things, mm-hmm. your business suffers, mm-hmm. your, your personal life suffers, everything suffers. Yeah, so true. So it's critical. Yeah. And this part about, about like mindset, you could tell, like, you know, I have, I see so, I'm, I record so much. Yeah, I meet so many entrepreneurs, amazing people, you know, um, but you could just tell when someone's foundationally about mindset and when they're not. Mm-hmm. And like, you could just, you could just tell the vibration, just the, the, the way they're, they're speaking, everything. And, you know, like for you, you could tell that your foundation is very strong when it comes to mindset. Like you're very, um, you're very centered, 
Like, you know, and I'm telling you, when you deal with clients, I could, I bet they see that when they work with you, like they, what, what is yeah. your, what is your feedback from when you're working with clients? Do they feel that? Like, I'm just trying to bring this to light. The power behind mindset training is that when you have it, it displays to the world. You can't yeah. hide it. Yeah. Well, I've had to do the work and I continue to yeah. do the work to this day, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I'll tell you it's about seven years ago, I was enrolled in a program that was called uh, MITT. It was a master's in transformational training. Okay. And it was pitched to me by somebody that I knew and respected that I had been working with. His name's Lewis Howes. Some people- Oh yeah, yeah, Lewis Howes. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that last time too. Yeah, so Lewis and I worked together. I, yeah. I ran his sports recruiting websites and we mm. were kind of running in the same circles for years and years. And he basically sold that program to me, he said, Hey, I see you're really like driven to, to like greatness. Like you, yeah. you know, obviously his podcast, his podcast ended up focused around that, yeah. but he's like, are you interested in going on to this workshop that would like help you become a better leader and make more money and have better relationships? And I was like, dude, sign me up, you know? And little did I know, I went to this event that ended up being like a four day event, And you know, the best way to summarize it is, I dove into all of the underlying things oh, that were good. holding me back. You yes, know? you could tell. Yeah, I spent three days uh, punching a chair and screaming about my childhood, <laughs> you know, yeah. and all of the wrongs that had done to me. And, and yeah. but then ultimately took ownership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and um, you know, and reframed the definition of the word leadership really in my yeah. mind. It's a huge, huge difference in leadership. Yeah. And that was just one step, right? But mm. when you crack that nut open and you start taking responsibility for everything that you, how you show up and reframing those moments in your life that you maybe feel are like deaths of your identity and just disasters and see the positive in it, man, there's, it's powerful, but very powerful. Getting to that point a lot of times I think is, is scary for people, mm. you know, because yeah. they got to look, they got to look inward. They got to yeah. see the truth. Yeah, the truth is not pretty, and when you when you <laughs> when you start getting that, it's it, it becomes very chaotic. That transition is is. I haven't cried this much and like, I, I never even imagined weeping. And I, I went through all that stages, all that kind of stuff that because you're bringing out stuff, I was bringing back stuff from my, when I was four or five, I don't know how, but it was coming to me that, yeah. Oh, I remember my mom. And I remember like those kind of things. Cause you, when you dig for anything as a human being, you can get it. Like it's, it's pretty powerful what we have, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I, I just while it's top of mind, I just wanted to say too that, you know, I'm actually launching a podcast right now. Awesome too. Yeah. And I've, I did a false start on a podcast like five years ago and just never caught legs. And it was mostly self-induced just because I didn't commit to it. And I, I maybe wasn't feeling aligned with it, but uh -huh. you know, this second time around to your point, you know, I've spent the better part of the last three months, even trying to decide on a name and figuring out all the logistics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, to give you some, uh, some credit, like I've, I've looked at what you've set up and the way that you're doing what you're doing, yeah. how you're post-producing and providing valuable clips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm taking inspiration from it. Awesome. So, I love that. 
Yeah. So, you know, you say you started a year ago, just trying to get comfortable being on camera. And now somebody like me is looking at your stuff and going, Hmm, this is pretty cool. I'm going to model what this guy's doing. Amazing. I love that. You always basically is a self image thing too, right? Like how you do is when you find components from people, you can actually take it and kind of feel it, start thinking it, feel it, feel it. You can become an art, start acting and start being, that person is so amazing, so powerful. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of things that I do and stuff. I There's components that I, I, I understand and say, okay, that's a beautiful quality. That's a beautiful quality. It's good mm-hmm. because we're all like, we're all like together, you know? So it's, it's really good to, to be able to kind of share that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm so happy to hear that if it was it provided any value like that, love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I love, uh, like, and it's easy for both of us to look at what we're doing here and what our intentions are and go, oh, there's so many people creating podcasts. Who's going to listen to my podcast? Yeah. You know, yeah. Joe Rogan's got a deal with Spotify. How yeah. am I going to compete with that? Like, <laughs> we can just get in our heads. Yes. But I Limiting. think this is one of the most, you know, exciting, powerful things about doing these interviews is like, one person's going to listen to this part of our interview and be inspired to take yes, action. Of and course. that's fulfilling. Like that's, yeah. that fills my cup, you know, yeah, I, it's amazing. I love that part of yeah, it. Yeah. Amazing. You know, you say that givers gain, right? What I find podcasting is a big giver, you know, because mm-hmm. you're basically in the tension of adding value, trying to give someone some aha moment, spice up their life somehow, wake them up, you know, get them going into something that can better their life. Yeah. And if that happens, you know, good comes to you and, and, and I'm experiencing it in my life. I love it. So I'm glad that you're going this route. Uh, may I know the name or can we all know the name? Yeah, honestly, I, so I juggled this forever. Cause I was thinking like, should I come up with something creative or, and then, you know what? I ended up just landing on using my own name. It's the Trevor awesome. Turnbull show. Amazing. Yeah. That's cool. And I'll do segments that'll have different focuses around, you know, the personal side of life and business and, you know, but genuinely speaking, like generally speaking, the focus of my podcast is to have great conversations with great people to be able to tell stories that's of, um, of hardship and, you know, Love I, it. I reference those deaths, you know, like we all have those deaths of identity, yeah. physical deaths, deaths of, you know, relationships mm. that happen that can easily tear you down, or it can become a part of your greatest strength and a part of your story. Mm-hmm. And I want people walking away from my interviews saying to me, I've never talked about that before, Amazing, but man, do I feel good getting yes. out into the world, you know? Amazing. Just Amazing feeling. Conduit to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Well, congratulations. I love that. I love that. I'm so happy for you, Trevor. I know you're going to do amazing. Like I could see people being very um, engaged and very interested in what you have to say. And I'm, and I'm sure you're going to add a lot of value. You mentioned about Lewis Howes, right? Yeah. You still talk to him? Yeah. I had him actually record like a 20, 30 second clip for me for a video that I had produced just to speak about that time when he enrolled me into the leadership program. Just to, I asked him the question, I was like, what did you see in me at that time that made you say, I need to take a stand for this guy? Cause that, you know, there's a handful of people in my life that I can say I'm eternally grateful to. And Lewis is one of those guys because he saw something in me and he saw that I wasn't fully playing up to my full potential. And Mm -hmm. 
he took a stand for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's another guy. You can tell he's a good guy, you know? Yeah. Good guy. And, well, and if you can, if you can set up an interview, have him on super entrepreneurs podcast, that'll be amazing. Tell yeah. Him, well, ask him, send him a text, say, Hey, you know what? Go on. I talked, I chatted with him on IG before when yeah. I signed up for his program uh, last year. Yeah. But I haven't messaged him again, but if you know him, just send him a text, see if you'll come on. Of course, that's yeah. that's kind of how this this game works, right? People listening probably know who Gary Vaynerchuk is if they're of an course. entrepreneur, you know. <laughs> but Gary, when he does his Ask Gary V shows and people come on and they're talking about podcasts and stuff, like you know, every guest always goes, "Gary, will you be on my podcast?" He's yeah, like, you bet. He's like, "You betcha, I'll be I'll be guest number fifty five. He said, "Go get fifty four interviews, yeah." Under your belt. And he says, "I'll be there with bells on." He said, nice. "I'll promote it." And like, amazing. And that's all it's speaking to is like yeah. these people are just that they're people yeah. and they yes. want to exactly. lay. Yeah. They want to raise this yeah. consciousness. Very level. true. So of course they're open of to course. doing that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same with uh, John Lee Dumas um, for us. Like we asked him, he said, yeah, of course. And I, I recorded him like a while ago. That was in the beginning of my, yeah. my journey near the beginning, I guess. But um, yeah, they're very, you have to be, come on. Like, how can you, you have to kind of go on each other's shows and stuff. And it's, it's yeah. great. And their purpose is like that is driven by that, right? Is podcast. Yeah. Well, and you even hear like, you've probably heard of uh, Tom Bilyeu and Impact Theory, his podcast. No. Oh, you got to check that one out. It's really good. But Tom, uh, so he What is it called? Founder. Sorry? Impact Theory. Yeah. So he was the founder of Quest Nutrition. So he built like a multi-billion dollar business. And then now he just does impact theory. So you can tell like his post, like his production is like, it's a TV show. Like it's pretty incredible. Nice. He talks about that quite a bit with his guests. He'll say, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about trying to get you on for three years now. And we finally coordinated the schedules. Like we're not alone here. We, you and I have aspirations of the kind of guests that we want to yeah. get on and the conversations we want to have. Yeah. So do the people that we, that we look up to and yeah. see as like That's the true. leaders. Right. So it's just a grounding point of like persistence and yeah. intention and, you know, leading with value again, yeah, right? Yeah, that point about persistence, it brought me, uh, uh, um, I remember my someone told me, he said, you know what? I was telling him in the beginning, I said, it's so hard to get these big names on the show and stuff. He goes, did you try like persistence? You know, I said, what do you mean, <laughs> right? He goes, these big guys, you, you can't just email once and just say, okay, you know, and yeah. they didn't reply, whatever. You got to be emailing them, follow up, follow up. Some of them respond on the 18th time, 19th time. It takes a while. So he goes, put your persistence when you're going after these guys. And it works. It's been working wonders for us. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, they'll have assistance as well. Right. It's like yeah. where you're not even necessarily communicating directly yeah. with them. You're going yeah. through the assistant or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. Like if you ultimately kind of look at all of it as a game, like yeah. the relationship building of getting podcast guests, yeah. getting clients, like yeah. it's about persistence. It's about taking action. It's about being willing to hear no and not taking it personally. Like mm -hmm. knowing that it's not, no, you're a bad person, but rather like, no, this is bad timing right now or <laughs> whatever the case might be. Yeah. It all comes back to mindset and amazing. 
Yeah, I just I I really appreciate the opportunity to talk talk about this stuff because yeah. um, I'm definitely Same passionate here. about it. Yeah, I know, definitely, me too, and it shows uh, for you as well. And I I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Trevor. If you have any final thoughts that you could provide and the audience any kind of advice uh, for any aspiring entrepreneurs or people that are already in business. Yeah, I think you know we've spent a good chunk of time talking about you know, just taking the leap and especially getting comfortable with video. And Mm -hmm. what I want to encourage anybody watching or listening to this to do is to really jump into that deep end. And that doesn't mean start a podcast or like create an Instagram account that then has daily stories. Like you don't have to take that leap. You don't got to jump off the big diving board, you know, right away, just dip a toe in, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's free tools like loom and dub and Vidyard and drift. There's all these tools that you Mm -hmm. can flip a camera on and start recording videos that never get published publicly, but Mm -hmm. you can send directly to somebody else. Oh, cool. Yeah. It'll blow your mind how excited people are when they're like, whoa, that's cool. I've never seen a video like that. Yeah. Hey, I haven't seen you for five years. It's great to yeah. put a face, you know, to see your face again. It will blow your mind. It really will. So awesome. Awesome. I just encourage advice. people to take action. Awesome. Just take action. Action is everything, right? Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Trevor. And um, yeah, again, I want to really, really thank you for coming on the show and I want you to have a great day. Keep in touch. Um, we'll chat after we stop recording as well and uh, take care. Mm-hmm.